Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stafford, the 630 Chet Studios, the city south side. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in action over at Rogers Place, and there's been action over at Rogers Place this morning. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers have been busy. They've been, uh, well, it, it, it finally happened, a, a trade involving Yesopoliarvi for a prospect that has emerged this season with a little bit of uh, skill out of uh, Finland, and the Oilers do not retain any cap hit. As uh, the end of, I guess, the Yesopoliarvi saga comes to a conclusion with the Edmonton Oilers, Here's where I say to you, I wish him nothing but the best. He's going to a great scenario uh, with Carolina and an organization that's got lots of fins, including a guy, Sebastian Ajo, that was a significant... Uh, it's it's kind of funny because Pugliarvi and Liney, Liney going to Pugliarvi going four in the 2016 draft, and Ajo was kind of the, the forgotten guy, and he's emerged maybe as the best all-around player. Uh, we will tell you that the Edmonton Oilers did make a two-year contract extension offer in the ones to yes of a couple of years ago or a couple of weeks ago, and his agent Marcus Leto uh, ended up uh, saying, "You know what? We think for the best, it's time to move on." We've discussed Brendan. How many times uh, this is Oilers now? It's brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim stud dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Brendan, how many times over the course of the last six months did we say that the Carolina Hurricanes could be a possibility for Pugliarvi? The possibility, if not maybe the strongest possibility, yeah. if not maybe the only possibility at certain times. And yeah. I'll tell you right now, one of the things that helped this happen for the Edmonton Oilers organization and the ability of Carolina to take on all the money uh, was the fact that the Carolina Hurricanes lost out on Timo Meyer. Their uh, owner, Tom Dundon, who did an, uh, an avail with uh, Frank Cervalli from Daily Faceoff last week, said they would be active. Um, they had cap space due to the injury of Max Pacioretty. He tore his ACL for a second time. So they're going to take a swing on Pugliarvi, and I'm going to guarantee you that Pugliarvi will re-sign. 
in Carolina with Marcus Lido. We'll get him re-signed there, and it will be at a, a cut rate from the $3 million. But from an Oilers-centric perspective, Edmonton reduces their cap by $3 million in this trade. They get back a prospect... Patrick uh, Pustilup, who uh, has blossomed this season in La Liga, he's got 38 points. This guy's got pretty good instincts around the goal. He can finish, and uh, we'll see. He's a third-rounder. He's unsigned. We'll see what ends up happening. But what it does for Edmonton is it creates a little bit of flexibility. We all know what's coming. It's pretty obvious the Oilers are going to be in for probably a left-shot defenseman. We'll run through the defenseman and all that sort of stuff. We'll tell you that Frank Saravalli for Daily Faceoff and our friends at Horse Racing Alberta will join us today at uh, 12.35. Speaking of Horse Racing Alberta, find event schedules at thehorses.com. We'll see you at the races. It is trade deadline week, and our coverage of Friday's NHL trade deadline will be brought to you by Pub 1905 with $0.75 cent wings and $7.00. Canadian and Coors Lights every game day. Head to Pub 1905 on Jasper Avenue. You'll never know who you'll see down at Pub 1905. Of course, you can text us your thoughts on the Pulley-Arby trade on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Uh, we're going to get to Ken Holland momentarily, uh, his availability from about uh, 25 minutes ago. Frank Saravalli at 1235. Hart Levine will join us at about 120 from Puckpedia uh, to give us some of the math around this. The Oilers with Pugliarvi coming off the cap and the fact that they got an unsigned prospect back free up considerable space. That means they're able to basically take Vincent DeHarnay uh, from an emergency recall to a regular player on the Oilers roster. Edmonton has subsequently uh, called up Devin Shore. But it creates Edmonton cap space and a mechanism to make a trade potentially for the likes of a Jacob Chikrin or... Matthias Eckholm, more on that a little bit later on. I'll run down some of the D. Former NHL player, general manager, and agent Brian Lawton at 135 today as well. Again, our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Yes, the Pulley RV has been traded to Carolina for a finished prospect. Oilers create $3 million in cap space. Oilers had offered uh, Pulley RV a multi-year extension to stay in town at a significant reduced rate. Let's get to Oilers GM Ken Holland. Finish, finish league. Uh, basically, um, obviously Don Waddell and I go back to 1998 when he was my assistant general manager. Um, I uh, we went through a process, and um, he's an unrestricted free agent on June the first. So obviously we've got a limited time here to make a decision and sign him. When it comes to Yessi, this was a long process with the Oilers. I know some of it started before you were even here, but, you know, there seemed to be a, a repairing of the relationship uh, about two and a half years ago, and now ultimately he's moved out. How how difficult was it to, to move him to find a, a place for him? Well, I called Jesse in about two weeks ago um, and told him, and, and Marcus Leto, so I mean, it was in, you know, I talked to Jesse, I talked to Marcus, it was over about a couple of days, that um, I would be interested in Jesse uh, being part of our team going forward and next year, uh, that we could not qualify him, uh, you know, based upon uh, a whole lot of things. Um, I told him I was prepared to uh, negotiate a one or a two year uh, contract extension with him at a reduced salary. Um, probably in the ones and 
would he be, would they be interested in, in doing that? Um, <clears throat> they talked and they came back and Marcus Leto told me that um, they weren't opposed to the money, but they thought it was probably best to get a fresh start. So from that point in time, I knew that um, his days would be numbered here uh, in Edmonton. And uh, obviously what I'm trying to do is clear some cap space to try to do something between now and Friday. Um, so, you know, certainly, you know, trying to move, you know, $3 million for a guy that, you know, he's got five goals and he, I think he played six minutes last night was tough. But uh, obviously Carolina's got a lot of cap space. Um, and, you know, I've had chats with, with uh, Don Waddell, you know, even when, when, uh, when Jesse was over in uh, Finland in my first year here as a manager. So there's been some, some interest from Carolina going, going, going way back. Um, and you know, just, it just worked out probably good for Don Waddell. Caroline and, and uh, good for us and good for Jesse. I think you know, I met with Jesse this morning. Um, my take was he was a little in mixed emotions. Probably you know, I think we're gonna, he's coming out here shortly. Probably a little. He's you know he's starting to be part of the group and he liked the group, but I think he also understands that um, this is a new opportunity for him um, in the in the National Hockey League. Ken, um, you know, we assume you've had Jesse's name in trade talks along the way here. It's just an assumption of ours. You clearly did not want to put him on waivers when you had a chance to do that. And then today you make a trade. How does it, you know, I guess in terms of the transaction, how does it get to the point where you're trading him for a prospect like this? Why, you know, why did it come down to this last minute thing? Was this your only option? Um... I guess so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and the other question I would have for you, just going back to his draft day, this is a number four overall. He's up MVP at the World Junior. This city had huge high hopes for the player. It just didn't pan out. Uh, if you can take us back to that draft a little bit, is there a GM in the league that would not have selected Jesse at number four when he was still sitting there? No, I mean, it's... Um, it's um, the, the NHL entry draft is a uh, it's a bit of a guessing game. If you look through the guide and record book every year at uh, the past drafts, you know sometimes a player in the fifth round is better than lots of players in the in the first round. So absolutely everybody was going to Jesse was going in the top five in the league in the draft that year, no matter who was picking. Um, and I guess I would say that you know obviously when I got here. I don't know what transpired before I got here. Obviously, he went back to Finland. Um, I had some teams call, talked to a few teams. Nobody offered up at that time. I'm going back three years. Anything that I would even we would even consider as a as a deal. He obviously stayed in Finland for a year. I think it was good for his career. He got his. I think he got his swagger back, his confidence back. Excuse me. He played. Um, I think he was top five in scoring in the Finnish league. And then uh, obviously he's he's kind of. I, I think, you know, shortly therein, uh, Dave Tippett put him, moved him up. He was under top six there for a while with Connor for a couple of years. And, um, you know, obviously his role, you know, in the meantime now, obviously we, we get Evander Kane, we get Zach Hyman, the, you know, the uh, the growth of, uh, of the team, you know, Yamamoto, and there's more competition. And, um, you know, his role is diminished. But saying all that, saying all that, I, 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 like I said, I tried to 
sign him to a deal to keep him here um, going forward because uh, you know I th he's an NHL player, um, but obviously in a cap world, cap numbers um, make it force you to make decisions. So, so absolutely, he was a top five pick. I don't care who was picking top three, top four. Um, Certainly, I guess, you know, it's a disappointing day on one hand because, you know, he's the fourth overall pick and, you know, you, you're hoping that that pick is going to have some significant impact um, on your team. I like to think that Jesse's done everything that he could do to, to, to be the best player that he could do. Again, he went back to Finland and, and uh, you know, he's worked hard at, 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 at his English and, you know, he's, I think he's gotten more physical and I think that, you know, the time that I've been here and the coaching staff, I think we've tried to be as patient with him as give him as much opportunity as, he, as, as, as we possibly could. Um, but you know, unfortunately, we're 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 at this day to day, and and um, we got to move forward. I can. Um, you you mentioned um, that you had an interest in bringing him back on a one or two year deal, obviously at a reduced cap hit. But at the same time, you had, you've acknowledged that his ice time was kind of diminishing recently. So, what was maybe the appeal of of trying at least? entertaining the idea of, of bringing him back uh, over the next couple of years. Well, I'm looking for cheap players. Anything is built? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody's looking for cheap players. Sure. <laughs> there you go. That is a portion of Ken Holland from... Uh earlier uh, today, about 25 minutes ago, just wrapping up. It is 1219 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you again. The uh, top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, with uh, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers have moved Jessica Pugliarvi to $3 million cap in zero retained to the Carolina Hurricanes. They don't make that deal, by the way, unless... Uh, you know, had they gotten Timo Meyer, no chance they do it. So now what for Edmonton? Well, uh, we're looking at uh, defense. I think we all know it's coming. Uh, the word on Jacob Chikrin is Arizona's looking for two number ones and two number twos, a clean deal. No money back. Uh, Matias Ekholms, and, and, you know, Chikrin's got $4.6 million cap hit. He's been held out of the last several games. He's got seven goals, 28 points in 36 games. He's playing 23-16 per game. His cap hit is 4.6. His real dollars is $4 million. Again, he's got two years left. Uh, Matias Ekholm is 32 years of age. Like Chikrin, I would call him a second-pairing left-shot defenseman. Ekholm's got Got five goals, 18 points, 56 games, plays 21-14 per game, six foot four, 215-pound left shot D, $6.25 million cap hit, $5.5 million in salary this year, three years left. Uh, no movement. Uh, there is a no, tr uh, both in the case of Eckholm and in Chikrin, neither player has a no movement or no trade clause. One player who does is Colton Pareko. I love Colton. I'd be very leery of getting him. He's a right shot, 55 games this season, three goals, 19 points, uh, plays 23-17 per game, a six foot six, 228-pound uh, defender, six and a half million dollar cap hit, seven point two five in real dollars. Six years left in the term. He's got a no movement clause. Of course, Eric Carlson. We've talked about it. He's a first pairing right shot D. That's an off season move for me. Plays twenty five thirty one per game. Eighteen goals, seventy six points in fifty nine games. A six foot hundred ninety pounder. Eleven and a half million dollar cap hit. Two million dollars in salary this year because they already paid a ten million dollar bonus. Four years left in his deal, and he has a no movement clause. Those are the guys at the top of the food chain. Frank Saravalli mentioned Ivan Provorov uh, plays twenty three oh eight per game. A six foot one, two hundred one pound left shot. 
$6.75 million cap hit, uh, heavy bonus as well, two point seven five in real salary, two years left in his term, uh, similar to Chickren, but uh, a full two point. Uh, $1 million more. So here's the deal. It's this simple for Edmonton, in my opinion. Uh, the Oilers are, they've moved out $3 bucks with Paul Yarvey. If they bring in, for the sake of argument, Ekholm or Chickren, let's say it's Chickren at 4.6, automatically at that stage, Broberg goes back to the minors. He's not going to like it, but that's where he's going to go. And uh, again, clean deal for Arizona. They don't want any money back. I think they'll get two number ones and a number two, two number twos. And again, uh, Bill Armstrong told me twice in the fall, um, you know what? I got to get the number ones. I got to get the number twos. And I don't want number one equivalents, which is prior number ones from teams. And that might put Edmonton in a little bit better position than L.A. here. I'm not sure L.A. is going to pay that. And I wonder if the Oilers consider playing it. Would you pay it? Would you give up, Brendan, I'm going to put, would you give up two number ones and two number twos to get Chikrin for three years at 4.6? Yeah, because of the term, I think I'd be comfortable doing that. And because of the way that he slots into sort of the window of win now, I would suggest a lot more so. As Julian Breezebois outlined, a lot more than those prospects would ever yeah. help. Uh, tw- he play- I mean, I was surprised how well he played. I got to be honest with you. You're playing, if you're playing 23 minutes a game, you're playing first pairing minutes. Like that's what Darnell's playing. I mean, then Kulak gets cut from 18 or 19 minutes a game. We'll wait and see what happens. It's 12:22 at Edmonton. When we come back, we'll take a quick step in the orders now. Audio vault for direct workwear last night's game against Boston, and uh, away we go. By the way, Connor got 50 and uh, 61 last night. He's pretty good. This is orders. Yeah, the voice from the past has just texted the show, and he said, you know, Bob, how good are you at math? And I'm like, well, I'm not bad. I'm okay. And this individual said, do you know what the half cap hit would be on a combination of Nick Jensen and Lars Eller? And I'm like, $3 million. Interesting. I don't know if there's been any discussion with Washington, but the Capitals got a bunch of UFAs. So we'll have to wait and see what ends up transpiring here. All right, into the Oilers now, Audio Vault. For direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you fa- feel like family. The Oilers had a beauty with Boston last night. Bruins won 3-2. Connor McDavid got to 50. Cam Moon with the call. Looking forward to this, the Oilers and the Bruins. Dreisaitl will take it in behind the goal. Long pass up the left wing on the left side to McDavid. Scores! Connor McDavid came down the left wing. To the Oiler end, Orloff on the left wing, goes to the left wing, corner in front of the net, scores! No shick. it came right out in front of the net to him, he goes upstairs on the glove side, and just like that, this game's tied at one. To clean Costin, he'll go to the right wing corner, oh, he crashes hard into the corner with Clifton. Crowd reacts to that, and over the Boston blue line, that's broken up, Felino the other way, one-on-one with Kulak, he'll wait, he'll dish it, he'll get it back, here's Felino. he scores! A give-and-go with Charlie Coyle. Now to Derek Ryan. He will clear the puck out to center. Solid hit by Clean Costin as he knocks Lindholm right into the Oiler bench as Costin gets down to it. Takes it left side in front of the net to McDavid. Scores! There's number 50! And this game is tied at two! It's a 
a nice number. What did Leon? I say, what did he say to you? Welcome to the club. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the best player in the world, so he's humble about it. But uh, I think he's really taking that step himself in regards to attacking the net more and taking it on himself. And uh, I think you're, you see the results. By far the best player in the National Hockey League. Up to the top of the circle, he'll shoot it partially, kick towards the net. It goes over the shoulder of Skinner and in. That thing got blocked and then just chopped over Skinner's shoulder and in. It's 3-2 Boston with 29 seconds left to go in the second period. Yanmark comes out for Edmonton down the right wing into the Boston zone. Gets to the middle, goes over to the left in front of the net. Jabbed on goal, saved made by Swayman. He'll cover it up. Gets checked by McDavid and he'll come down the left wing. Out through center, into the Boston zone. It goes to Dreisaitl. Tenders! And that one just off the pad of Swayman. Unreal. And that's going to do it. Bruins will hang on. 3-2 win over the Edmonton Oilers. After the game last night, I bumped in a couple of the Boston staff members, and they said if we'd given you guys another minute of three-on-five, we would have been blanked. Uh, that was unreal. That McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nurse created two A-grade scoring opportunities off the rush while killing off a five-on-three. Edmonton played well. Boston's just better right now. All right, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update. Brendan confirming Randy Kilbert. Oh, yeah. He's the oh, man. oh, man. He's a Bruins fan, too. He's going to be super pumped up. Uh, Frank Cervelli for the horses when we return.